Welcome back to Ecto-1 Radio. We are brought to you by the Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes podcast. That is a podcast where you will find uh, my main movie reviews, That you know all the stuff that's not Ghostbusters related. Um, you can go check out all the other episodes uploaded to the podcast. They're on our regular podcast feed. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. Um, check out our YouTube channel as well if you're not watching on our YouTube channel currently. Um, know that we do have a YouTube channel, the Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes channel. Um, the, you know, There we have all of the Ecto-1 radio episodes as well as some gaming videos. So if you're interested in Ghostbusters gaming, uh, go check out that YouTube channel. Make sure to check out our Facebook and Twitter as well, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. Give us a follow, a like, anywhere uh, that you see us. And that would be much appreciated. Also, make sure to uh, leave a review, uh, leave a rating on um, you know any podcast feed that you're listening to, uh, or subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Make sure to do that so that you know you can keep up with you know anything that we put out, whether it be Ghostbusters related or not. And that would be much appreciated as well. All right, today is August the twenty seventh, two thousand and twenty three. We are, let me see here, we're about about seven months or so, six, seven months away uh, from the release of Ghostbusters Firehouse, as it's still being called. Um, you know, that has been referred to as the working title of the movie. I'm assuming and uh, you know just like the rest of us that it is still the working title and that we will get the actual uh, name of the movie probably whenever they release the first trailer first teaser trailer whatever um, yeah that's probably wh- where you will find the the actual name of the movie but for now we're still going by Ghostbusters Firehouse but it is the next film in the Ghostbusters saga if you will uh, the original 1984 Ghostbusters universe. And we're excited for it. Uh, you've heard me talk about in previous episodes, it's a great time to be a Ghostbusters fan. You know, we've gotten, uh, you know, it, really just in the last 10 years, 10, 15 years, if you want to go back to 09 uh, when the, the video game came out, we've gotten some pretty cool stuff. I mean... You know, obviously the video game, we've had a lot of cool toys. 
uh, come out. We've had some some you know pretty nice comic series, uh, you know comic books come out. We've had um, obviously two movies. One of them being the reboot. You know you might be a fan of that movie, um, and if you are, then you know that's great. Uh, we we've also had Ghostbusters Afterlife, and that was you know very well received by the fans, and that's been great. And you know, we got Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, and that's been a really fun game. And now we're, you know, awaiting another live-action movie that will be here in March. And we're awaiting uh, an animated movie and uh, an animated show and possibly more live-action stuff after uh, Firehouse. So, you know, it's it's really, it's been a great time. It, it really has. And it's just so nice to be sitting here today awaiting new content that we know is coming and that is just a, you know that's a great spot to be in for ghostbusters fans and hopefully uh it'll continue and you know that's what we're rooting for that's what we're hoping for so we're excited for that today um we're going to talk about a couple things ghostbusters firehouse related first off we're going to mention um an article from ghostbustersnews.com. We did have a little bit of uh, news when it came to, uh, you know, what they have now as the working cut of Ghostbusters Firehouse, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and we're also going to talk about the movie itself. And I want to say this up front right now so that you get some context. Uh, quite a few episodes back, I would probably say this had to be a, at least a couple months ago. Um, you know, I mentioned that I was privy to some spoilers for the movie regarding the plot. Uh, now, I'm I'm not going to share those here. You know, I, I've made it very clear on this channel we we're not going to talk about spoilers or anything. Um, to be to be honest, I wish I didn't know these, but um, I kind of got caught in a little bit of a social media trap. And you can't find this stuff on social media anymore. Sony and Ghost Core did a pretty good job of getting all this stuff taken down. But unfortunately, we did have some accounts and some uh, pages on social media that I belong to that uh, got a hold of some stuff from uh, Sony, you know, in, in regard to the new movie and, and put it out on social media for the world to see. Now... Do I know exactly how the movie is laid out and, and, you know, all of the plot and all of the characters? No. I What I know is on a very basic level, and like I said, we're not going to discuss it here. But what I do want to talk about is why I am excited for this movie uh, in regards to what I know about this movie. And I'm going to sort of walk that line of explaining to you why I'm excited without revealing any spoilers to you whatsoever. So please don't get scared and, and jump off the podcast right now. I'm, I'm going to keep you going in clean. I'm not going to reveal anything. Don't worry. This is spoiler free. Uh, but we're just going to talk about some excitement for the movie and why I'm excited. But first, let's uh, let's jump into an article uh, again, coming from Ghostbusters News, 
Ghostbusters.com. Uh, I'll you know give them another free plug here. I'm a, a big fan of Ghostbusters News. Jason over at Ghostbusters News does a fantastic job. I plug him almost every episode, and I'll do it again here. If you're if you're not a regular viewer of GhostbustersNews.com, if you're not a regular visitor there, if you're not a, a follower of their YouTube channel, you should be. Uh, he also has uh, Facebook and Twitter, and he may may have Instagram too. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm a big fan of of you know all his social media uh, uh, pages. It's it's really good stuff. But uh, he put out an article on Ghostbusters News one week ago today on August the 20th. Um, so everything that I'm going to explain to you is has happened now in the last week. So this is uh, old news, but it's you know we do a show you know every other week, so it's news for this show. Uh, but the the article is entitled "First Screening of the Upcoming Ghostbusters Sequel to Take Place This Week." Again, released on August 20th, 2023. And uh, I'll read a little bit from the article here. Uh, And it says, quote, This weekend, which again was last week, uh, fans attending London's Prince Charles Cinema screening of Ghostbusters, the preview cut, received a surprise as Ghostbusters Afterlife director uh, Jason Reitman, who was advertised as the evening's host, was joined by his filmmaking partner, Gil Kennan. Uh, addressing the sold-out crowd, uh, Kennan, who lives in London, would reveal that Reitman was in town for a very special reason, as in addition to the public viewing of the original 1984 film's early work print, a private first-cut screening of next year's untitled sequel codenamed Firehouse will take place uh, tomorrow, which is uh, last weekend, uh, with only the two filmmakers confirmed to attend. This news comes from Nick of the YouTube channel Popular Tripe. Uh, There's a plug for you, Nick, uh, who not only provided a heads up, but also sent along footage of Reitman and Kennan's introduction, which you can find in uh, the video below. And and if you want to check this out, check out uh, the Popular Tripe YouTube channel. This video is up, and you can uh, can watch uh, this announcement on stage from Gil Kennan and Jason Reitman. It goes on to say, as seen in the clip, Kennan, who has taken over directorial duties for Firehouse, joked with the crowd uh, at the screening of Ghostbusters, the preview cut, questioning if they should play the highly anticipated sequel, asking, should we just run it tonight? Prompting a favorable response. The upcoming sequel was originally, excuse me, initially slated to arrive in theaters this December, but as announced last month, it has been pushed to March 29th, 2024, with the ongoing saga after strike cited as the reason. Production began in the United Kingdom last March, spanning about three months. Near the tail end, second unit filming was reported to be taking place throughout New York City. Okay, so this is interesting. It's very interesting to me. First off, you know, these screenings that they've been doing of the Ghostbusters preview cut, which, if, for those of you who don't know, is the very first cut of the original 1984 Ghostbusters. Now, it, it doesn't have any of the special effects in it. There's some stuff in the movie that wound up being deleted scenes, uh, some di- alternate takes. It's very, very cool. It's something I would love to have seen. Um, in a theater with a crowd like like you know these people got fortunate enough to do 
Um, but that's that's really cool to be able to see an original uh, cut of the movie like that and have Jason Reitman, you know, be the host for it. That would be really cool. Uh, but with Gil Keenan announcing, you know, that they have a first, you know, cut of the movie, that's that's pretty big because what that probably means is that it's similar to what I just explained with the preview cut that they're showing of the 84 movie, right? It's probably something similar. They probably have a lot of the sound design already done. Um, they may even have a couple of early special effects done. Obviously they're going to be working on that for, uh, you know, at least, uh, two, three more months. I would imagine if not more, um, you know, on the CGI, what, what little CGI they'll do. Um, but just having a rough first cut, that means, You've taken everything you've shot and you've put it in the order that you want it to be in the movie and you have a rough cut. And, you know, that's obviously what directors use to, uh, directors and editors and, and, you know, all the other important people, that's what they use to see what they need to clean up, um, what they need to take out, what they need to add, what they need to reshoot. Um, you know, it kind of gives them... Uh, you know, sort of a, a place, a, a jumping off point, if you will. And so it's really cool that they've already put that together and that now Jason Ryman and Gil Keenan have sat down and watched it together, probably taking notes um, into what they want to change or add or take out. Um, I would be really interested to know, and, and we won't know this, uh, you know, for a while. I mean, it'll it'll be next year before we know this. I would really be interested to know like how long the, this cut is or how long the movie is going to be in general. Um, I forget how long Afterlife was, uh, but it didn't... Let me look that up. It didn't feel like Afterlife was uh, incredibly long, uh, an incredibly long film. Uh, let's see. So it was two hours and four minutes. Okay, so it was a little longer than I thought it was going to be. I, I, than I thought it was, I... I really seem to remember thinking that the movie was like an hour and a half long, but no, it's a little over two hours. So, okay. Um, I would be interested to know if this movie is going to push that and be maybe like two and a half hours or maybe even be less than two hours. I, w- I would be interested to know, um, you know, what time frame we're looking at. And I know that doesn't seem incredibly important, but to me, just knowing the length of the movie um, gives me kind of a an idea of, you know, how much can we expect the familiar, you know, the, the uh, classic characters, how much can we expect them in the movie? Um, and again, that's not, um, I've said this before, that's not a make or break, um, you know, thing for me. You know, how much Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd or... Ernie Hudson or, you know, Annie Potts, that's not a a make or break for me how long they're in the film. As long as you do it in the right way and, you know, they have meaningful roles, you know, they don't have to be in the movie for, you know, 75% of it in order for me to be happy. You know, I've, I've been on the record before and I still stand behind it. I thought that their roles and 
Ghostbusters Afterlife were great, even though they were really short right at the tail end of the movie. I thought that it worked. Um, you know, I know that, and, I, and we may have talked about this before, but I know that they they had more expanded roles in the in the sort of the first version of the movie. They actually shot a lot more stuff with the the classic characters, but it was kind of decided to hold them back for the climax of the movie because it had more of an impact. And I agree with that. I think after you know seeing the movie a few times, I think that when they come in at the end, it has so much you know of an impact on the climax of the movie and the ending and and you know even though it would be cool to see them as much as possible i just think it worked maybe a little bit better to do it that way now that's not to say that you know in this movie the the new one that they should just be you know again just at the climax of the movie i think they should have more expanded roles if if that's the way they choose to go with it but um yeah, I would just be interested to know about how long we can look at, uh, you know, for a runtime. Let's talk about, um, let's kind of use that as a, a jumping off point to, to jump into the next topic here. And, and that's what I mentioned at the beginning. I want to talk about, you know, what makes me excited for this movie based on what what I know that probably a lot of you don't know. And when I say that... Again, without giving any spoilers away, what really jumps out to me first about what I know about this movie is that it's going to be different. Okay, so everybody has seen the logo, the new logo that they've put out. And actually, uh, today on Ghostbusters News, you know, a a picture surfaced from, uh, I believe it came out of Arizona at a movie theater where they had the new poster up outside the movie theater with the new, uh, the logo for the new movie, which is essentially just the original Ghostbusters no ghost logo, but it has the ice coming off of it, the icicles kind of giving a frozen kind of theme. Um, and so, yeah, they've already got some posters up apparently at some theaters, which is really cool. It's a long time out to be advertising a movie, but, you know, I'll take it. Um, but you know, just looking at that logo, there's, there's a lot of you out there listening right now who you, you have probably no context whatsoever for that logo and you don't know what it means. I I do a little bit more. I have a little bit more context based on the spoilers that I've seen and I'm excited based off of what I know about that logo and why it looks like the way it looks like. I think that, uh, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, I think that this movie is going to be a little different in ways that I'm excited for. You know, sometimes sequels come out to well-known franchises that have classic entries, uh, and the movies come out and, and, and sometimes there's there's a sequel or two or whatever that's just different and too out there for, you know, fans who really love, you know, the original stuff. And that can turn a lot of people off. Based on what I know about this movie, I think that it's going to be different in a way that is going to excite people. And I could be wrong, and you have to take in the context here that I haven't seen the movie. I haven't even seen a trailer like the rest of you. I haven't seen one shot of footage from this movie. So 
take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt because, you know, one trailer could come out and, and look really bad. Now, I don't expect that to happen, but it's not outside the realm of possibility, certainly. So, um, take everything I'm saying here with a grain of salt. However, on paper, from what I know, um, I think they're going to do something really, really different but cool. And I'll kind of give you a little bit of uh, an analogy here. Um, to something that you'll know. What I know about this movie really gave me the vibes and the feel of the real Ghostbusters. It was kind of, it was some stuff that you would, you would probably see, or stuff that, that's like what you would see in an episode of the real Ghostbusters. Now, to some of you, that may turn you off. To me, personally... That's really cool because, you know, although the real Ghostbusters had a tendency at times, especially in the later seasons when it came, when it became more of Slimer in the real Ghostbusters, it had a tendency to get kind of goofy and, and, you know, very, very uh, obviously tailored to children. A lot of it was. But there was some stuff in the real Ghostbusters that was really cool and it and expanded the lore and uh you know even though the real ghostbusters is kind of in its own separate universe separate from the movies but there was some really cool stuff done and you know some cool ghosts and and some actual you know scary ghosts that uh gave you know a lot of ghostbusters fans nightmares as as kids and uh some big threats and and I think that's kind of the direction that this movie is going towards. I think that you're going to see some stuff. Well, I don't think. I know you know. You need to prepare yourself that you're going to see some stuff in this movie that you just haven't seen in Ghostbusters before. But I think that's in a good way. I think that it's in a different way. Um, I loved Afterlife. I loved kind of that it brought Gozer back in a way that not only makes sense to me, but it's always something that I've brought up when talking about, you know, a new Ghostbusters movie. I've always been the one that's been waving the flag saying, you know, what would be cool is if we've, if, if Gozer came back through maybe another portal that Evo Shandor opened, because at the end of the original movie, they don't kill Gozer, they just reverse the flow back through the gate that Gozer came through and basically send Gozer back to wherever it came from. They didn't kill Gozer, and that's what Afterlife addresses, you know, is that, you know, all they did was that, you know, they saved the world, but they just forced Gozer back to where it came from. They didn't kill Gozer. So, you know, it made sense to me that Evo Shandor would have a contingency plan and, you know, build another portal somewhere else just in case. And so that really worked for me. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, you know, Afterlife's just rehashing the first one. It didn't do anything original. No, I think it continued the story. I think that it made sense. And, and look, is there fan service in that? Sure, sure there is. But I think it was done in a very respectful uh, way again that made sense to me as a longtime Ghostbusters fan. You may think differently, and that's fine, but that's just my take on it. 
but I do think that for any future Ghostbusters entries, including this one that's coming out in March, I think that it is going to be smart to just move forward with new villains, you know, and, and, and new stories and new additions to the Ghostbusters lore. And that's what this movie, this new movie is going to do. If you think that you're going to get in this movie and you're going to see a rehashed villain, you know, a rehash of a, a previous villain, you're, that's not, that's not what you're, you're going to see. You're going to see something completely new, a new story, um, and it, it's going to be different from Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2, or Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's, go, it's going to be different. And so I'm excited for that. Uh, I know that I'm saying a lot without really saying anything, but you have to understand I'm not going to give any spoilers away, so I have to be very careful about what I say here. Um, and that's pretty much the biggest priority for me is keeping you clean and and making sure that you don't hear any spoilers from me. If we get to March and you know a lot about this movie, it won't be because you heard it from, from Ecto-1 Radio. I promise you that. But I'm really excited for that. Um... I'm also really excited to dig into characters, more of the characters. You know, and not, not just the classic guys. I want them to be there. You know, I want to get more from 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 Annie, or I mean Janine, sorry. I want to get more from Winston and 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 uh, you know, uh Peter Vinkman and Ray Stance. I want to get more from them. But I also want to dig in, you know, more into, you know, Mr. Gruberson or, you know, um, Callie or, uh, you know, Phoebe. Um, you know, I, I want to, I want to dig more into these characters and, and I want them to use this movie as a way to really continue to make us like those characters, get us on their side. And that, because here's the reality of the situation. Um, when it comes to, again, Phoebe or podcast or Trevor or Callie or Mr. Griberson or, or, or Lucky or whoever, you have to, if you're going to continue to make movies, you have to really get us on board with them. And, 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 you know, I'm pretty much on board with them. I love them all in the afterlife. Um, but there's a lot of fans who it's just going to take more time if they're going to continue to 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 you know be watchers of the movies. It's going to take maybe a little more to get them on board with these characters and, and staying with them for future sequels, if that's the route they choose to go. Because the reality is, is that the original characters when you're or the original you know actors when you talk about Bill Murray or, or Dan Aykroyd or Ernie Hudson. Um, Annie Potts, whoever, they're only going to be, they're only going to do this for so long, you know, that's the reality of the situation. You, you know, it's kind of like with Indiana Jones, you know, the, the newest movie, uh, just came out not too long ago. Now I love Indiana Jones. Absolutely love the, the, the Indiana Jones franchise. And if I had it my way, they would make a hundred more Indiana Jones movies and I would go see every single one of them and probably love most of them. The reality is 
is that Harrison Ford just can't do it anymore. I mean, you know, they, everybody's time comes to, to, you know, finally ride off into the sunset. And that's kind of what they did with the new Indiana Jones movie is it was, you know, Indy's way of riding off into the sunset. And, um, you know, that's, that's just reality, you know. And I, and I don't think I want to see Indiana Jones without Indiana Jones in it. So... Uh, that's not to say that you can't make Ghostbusters movies without the original four. Obviously, you know, we've already lost Harold Ramis, which is very sad, but Afterlife did a great job of sending off, you know, that character of Egon. Uh, but if we want the franchise to continue past this next movie, um, you're going to have to find a way to keep getting us to love those characters. So I'm I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with those characters. And I really hope that this isn't a case of just putting them in the back seat or you know not necessarily saying that they, you know, shouldn't again give plenty of screen time to the original characters, but you also you can't just put your new cast in the back seat and and forget about them because uh, that essentially means that your 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 franchise is going to die with um, you know your original cast, and maybe that's the way it should be. I don't know. It's hard for me to say because we don't know what their plans are as far as future installments. Uh, but if you want to see Ghost Core continue on with movies, you have to continue making us fall in love with with the newer characters. So. I'm really interested to see what they'll do on that front. But I think that um, I have high hopes for what uh, Gil Keenan and Jason Rotman can do. So, you know, uh, they they have me on board right now. And as I've said before, I'll stay on board with them until they, they give me a reason not to. And they haven't so far. They haven't disappointed. So, uh, you know, we'll continue to keep an eye on that. I'll be really interested to see what we do with the new characters um, that are new to this movie. Uh, and we don't know who any of those characters are, but we do for the most part know who's going to play them, right? So we have, um, you know, uh, Patton Oswalt. We have Emily Allen Lind. Um, we have James Ackister. And I'm trying to think... Um, I'm pretty sure that's all that's been announced for the new movie. Um, oh, excuse me. Kamel Nanjiani. Completely forgot about Kamel Nanjiani. So we basically have those four names. I'll be interested to see how they factor into this movie. Will they have some... We actually already know what James Ackister's role um, is going to be in this movie because Dan Aykroyd gave it away. I don't know if I've discussed that before, but I won't speak on it any further again, just in case, you know, nobody wants any spoilers whatsoever. But, um, yeah, I'll be really interested to see what, what roles those characters play and how much they factor in as much, as far as screen time goes in the new movie. So, um, that'll be really interesting, but I did want to dig a little bit today into why I'm excited for this movie based on what I know. And again, I can't say much because I just don't want to give anything away. 
But I do want to say this. Ever since, you know, today when we know we were starting to see maybe some posters, uh, you know, going up around some theaters, even though, again, we're, we're a good six, seven months out from this movie, um, and we know that there's a, a first rough preview cut of this movie that exists and has already been viewed, and I'm sure that they're working on the follow-up to whatever notes they took from that viewing. Um, all of those factors tell me this. We're not incredibly far from a trailer, folks. I mean, you know, it's, it's probably we're just going to see a small teaser trailer first, but we're not far from it. Um, you know, I think I've said before, I, I would, uh, I would expect we're maybe looking towards Halloween time, uh, before we see that trailer. And it really, we could go closer to Thanksgiving, maybe even into December before they release something. But I would be really shocked if they waited that late. I think that pushing this movie back to March, uh, although it was for, you know, unfortunate circumstances, with the strike and everything we have going on. I think that that worked out to the, for it worked out for the best for this movie. I think that that gives you so much time to not only complete the movie and get everything the way you want it, but also I've said it before. It also gives you, you know, that cushion of time that you can do, uh, you know, a proper marketing campaign for this movie. And so, uh, if they could push out a first trailer, a first teaser, you know, maybe around Halloween, I think that that would be a great amount of time to get in all your other trailers, your TV spots. As we know, you know, maybe the last month before this movie comes out, you're going to see a lot of spoilers coming in trailers and TV spots. That's generally when they just start giving, you know, the movie away uh, in TV spots. And you really have to be careful about what you watch, whether it be on, you know, TV or, uh, you know, YouTube or social media, whatever, you have to be careful about what you watch. But, um, yeah, I, I think that we're really, really close. You know, we're maybe a month, month and a half away from really seeing the marketing campaign for this movie kick off. And I'm excited for that, not just for the content that we're going to see, but, um, you know, the marketing lines that they do, uh, in terms of, you know, food or um you know toys whatever we're gonna see i'm excited for all that stuff you know last or excuse me two years ago when when afterlife was coming out you know i bought the stay puffed marshmallows and you know went to baskin robbins and got you know some of the the ghostbusters themed stuff they had there or you know some of the toys in the toy line that they released for the movie you know, got a bunch of that stuff. So I'm really excited for all that as well. And again, that's just part of the marketing campaign for the movie. And it, and it always really gets me excited and fired up uh, to, to get to the theaters on opening night. And, and you know, as I sit here in August, um, I, I'm already so excited to, uh, you know, just think about uh, getting to the theater on open night and sitting down and being able to watch this movie. And, uh, you know, hopefully... Hopefully we'll all be satisfied with with the final results there. All right, guys, uh, that's all for Ecto One Radio this week. Um, uh, we'll be back in two weeks with uh, you know some new topics. Hopefully, uh, you know a couple pieces of news that we can discuss, and and I'm excited about that. Uh, again, make sure to check out our regular uh, podcast feed on Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. 
And uh, check out our YouTube channel as well. Check out some of the gaming videos we've done. Not too long ago, I did a, a, a new playthrough video for Ghostbusters the Video Game Remastered. So go check that out. If you're uh, into gaming, you're into the Ghostbusters video games. Uh, and, and hopefully you'll enjoy that. Uh, but that's all for this episode of Ecto-1 Radio. I'm Andy, and I'm your host. And we'll catch you next time.